0: Welcome to the Wealth and Law Podcast. Thank you again for joining us. I get asked quite a bit about the podcast, kind of how it's done, why it's done that way, I suppose why it's not done that way. Uh, So I thought maybe this week I would break down all the nitty-gritty so that you know everything there is to know, uh, at least about how this podcast is put together. If you are in the The category of people who are considering doing a podcast, or considering doing like a a YouTube channel, or you know some some form of audio or Uh, video—I'll say show—but it's not really a show so much as just kind of recording episodes. Um, Maybe this will be helpful. Some of these tools uh, that I'm going to discuss will carry over into other forms of media, not just audio. Uh, This podcast is 100% audio. I've made a few decisions that, at least to this point, have kind of led to that and have led to a few of the structural decisions and structural things about the podcast. So I'll get into that here in just a second. But just to set up, number one, I get asked a question like, should you have a podcast? And I guess the, the answer to the question is, why do you want to have a podcast? And I don't mean that in a like disparaging way or like in some way where I don't believe that the person is capable of of doing it but what I really mean by that or what I'm really digging at is you should have in mind some idea of of what it is that you're wanting to accomplish by having the podcast or at least what what is the itch that you're trying to scratch by doing the podcast if it isn't some very specific for example like business goal, I think a lot of people uh, they do podcasts because they have some some variety of a business goal in mind. Um, I didn't necessarily have that. I'll give you my kind of why I do it in, in just a second. But, but I do think it's important to just sort of consider that because if you're going to do a podcast with any sort of regularity, um, you got to have that goal in mind. And it needs to be a goal probably that motivates you, uh, particularly if you're going to do more than just a couple of episodes. So like on this show... My goal, although it doesn't happen every single week, although I'm pretty close to 100%, um, is to do one podcast per week. So that's 52 in a year. That's a lot, and I, I it can be a bit of a drain sometimes if you're not interested in the thing that you're doing. Now, thankfully for me, I am very interested in the topics that are covered on the podcast. I enjoy doing it. I don't mind it. So doing the podcast is really not a huge pain in the neck, um, and it's a little bit of a, a, a release in the sense that it allows me to get ideas out there that sometimes are just rolling around in my head and I have has no nowhere to go, and I'll just sort of be stuck on it mentally if I don't just kind of get it out into the ether. Um, so it it used to be that uh, I might have considered for example writing more to get the ideas out and i still do like to write but the downside to writing is that the getting out of the ideas uh operates at a slower pace because it takes me longer to write things because i'm a lawyer and i have to then look at where the commas are and things like that and then it just it just slows down the editing process is much slower actually the process of recording And then, uh, say, editing and producing a a podcast is much swifter for me than writing is. And so it can be, uh, in some instances, a a more effective way for me to get ideas out. But one thing that I was thinking of before I started the podcast was just kind of looking around. And I could see that there there was a... Well, there were two things. Well, first of all, I would sit through meetings at, like, the state bar and other organizations and there would always be some sort of comment about like you know how do we get young people to progress in their careers in this practice area Um, and there would be various ideas oftentimes there'd be some idea to do like a boot camp on particular topics or you know some continuing education Um, all of which is good like i'm not really opposed to that but Where it always seemed to falter for me, at least in my mind, was that these were things that were not necessarily offered for free. And when you're young in your career and you're just starting out, you don't have money. And you're not making a lot of money and you're paying a bunch of student loans. And so, or at least relative to the student loans, you might not be making all that much money. And so you don't have a lot of spare change, particularly if the firm that you're at is not willing to underwrite um, a bunch of... Uh, continuing education. And and if you have to travel, for example, to get that continuing education, it can be really difficult if you're a, a young attorney or accountant or you're young on the totem pole uh, in like a financial services industry. In most of those cases, the the time pressures are high. You know, you're expected to commit a lot of time to the firm. You don't have a lot of extra time to be running around to a bunch of conferences and far-flung places to get uh, continuing education, things like that. So, um, thinking of that, I thought, well, then why don't I just produce content and it will be free? Nobody has to pay for it. And so, and it can be content that is on topics that I think are topics that are kind of key topics. Sometimes we get into very nuanced things, and that's okay. Um, but but I'm really thinking about. How do, how do we provide education that's valuable um, for free for that's not sitting behind a paywall and to kind of open that door a little bit and give back somewhat to the profession uh, I had plenty of mentors or I haven't had many plenty of mentors and still do have plenty of mentors in my career and a lot of what they gave me was for free I didn't have to pay for it so this is you know it's a little bit of a way to to uh, give for free another motivation for me was thinking about, Uh, just kind of the way that business is done or the way that information is exchanged uh, in a contemporary way and it seemed to me that you really need to have enough of a presence uh, digitally because a lot of the way that information is sorted is sorted in a in a digital fashion by algorithm or computer or now uh, artificial intelligence which is making rapid uh, advances, which it was when I was thinking about the podcast. It wasn't like uh, three or four years ago. Nobody was thinking about ar- artificial intelligence. Um, so I was kind of thinking, you know, if under those circumstances, you really want to build a body of work that can withstand somewhat the test of time. And that means it needs to be in, in a, a large amount of different media. So audio being one of them. Uh, The other decision that I made early on was that I didn't I didn't really plan on doing video. Uh, I considered it. it, I do everything on the podcast. So I edit everything and I I basically produce the whole thing. Uh, Part of that is goes back to the free element. Like it's it's free to you, but it's you know, it's also a cost to me if I have to pay somebody. Uh, And (laughs) I'm at this point not really willing to pay somebody, which is which is fine, I think. I'm not also overly worried about like the quality of the product, in essence. I just want to get the information out and not hold it back uh, because of quality. So I made this decision not to do video, but that doesn't mean that that's the right decision for everybody. And video is, of course, an excellent uh, way to get information out. It's actually quite easy. I think there's a lot of elaboration in the space of, of creating something in audio or creating something in video. Where people feel like, well, you have to do it, and then you have to do it in a particular form, and it has to meet a certain format because, you know, in YouTube they have those goofy illustrations that are the cover art, and you know, there's a, you know, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of uniformity in the in the more mass market, uh, or, or you know, if you have a podcast, got to have all this fancy stuff attached to it, and like a professionally done intro and things like that. I don't think any of that is necessary, uh, and. Frankly, a lot of that, I think, is an excuse to not do anything for a lot of people who are contemplating doing something, but then they don't do it because it's just too elaborate, potentially focusing on myself. That's what keeps me from doing video because it's too difficult for me to learn how to do video editing at this point in my life. Maybe at some point I'll suck it up and do it, Um, but I don't have the time to dedicate to it and I don't really want to pay somebody to do it. So. You know, I'm stuck and I'm not doing anything in the video side of things. So anyways, you kind of have to pick which you prefer. If you do video, it's nice because you can always convert video into audio. Very technically, you could use audio and post it on a, on a video platform like a YouTube uh, and just have the audio kind of playing in the background. And that is the video to a still image or, or like a slide deck like that is possible. I don't know if it's the most effective, but it is possible. And again, it would be more than zero. And so if you're contemplating doing something, uh, I would, I would encourage something more than zero and don't even worry about it. Uh, you know, don't worry about the fact that the first few episodes maybe aren't going to be your best work. Uh, don't worry about getting it perfect. Don't worry about getting the formatting perfect. Don't worry about getting the content perfect. Don't worry about it. If you're worrying about it, you're doing nothing. Just, so just do it. And you will get better as you go along too. And you will get more comfortable as you go along as well. It took, you know, 10 to 15, maybe 20 episodes before I was comfortable even listening to my own voice on the podcast. And now I hear my voice so often, it just doesn't bother me. So you you just have to get over some of those things. I, again, getting back to the video and sort of focusing on myself for a little bit of context, if it's helpful for you, I actually don't like the way that I, that I come off on video. Um, I I don't like the videos of myself, but that's me self-auditing and that's not a useful way uh, to get things done. So try not to be me and self-audit if you have any interest in doing any one of these media, you know, video or audio or, or writing too. I'm not trying to discourage writing. But okay, just to focus more on if you're going to do a podcast, what do you need? What's like the bare minimum? Well, first of all, you need somewhere for the podcast to live uh, because the file itself needs to live somewhere. And then it gets picked up from there into all the aggregators, you know, your, your Apple Podcasts, your Spotify's, etc. So I use sort of two, I guess. Um, I have an account that that I have a web page on. It's just a WordPress web page. It's very bare bones. If you look at it, the graphics are garbage. Uh, and the for- and the format looks like a, put, a three-year-old put it together because that was me. And so therefore, it's basically a three-year-old putting it together. But I need it. And I need some place um, to park the the landing page for the podcast so i use wordpress you wouldn't have to use wordpress you can use any number of websites and in fact then i use uh, a different page that actually hosts the the audio files called blueberry uh, b-l-u-b-r-r-y blueberry and blueberry is where i upload the audio files and then i get a link from blueberry that links to my wordpress site and then from the wordpress site it connects into spotify apple uh, stitcher google play Uh, now i'm now i'm forgetting some and you just set up an account with all those different aggregators and you can link it to wordpress so every time you upload something into wordpress for example it gets picked up automatically in the aggregators so that's all i have to do i just have to post something on wordpress with the link the Blueberry link, uh, which gets embedded in the post. It's very easy. I know if you haven't ever seen it, like it, it's literally like right on the same page where you're producing the 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 post on WordPress, where there's a spot to, cl- to put the link. But once you have posted it and made it live on the website, it's automatically picked up by the aggregators. You don't have to do anything else. So You don't have to notify Apple or Spotify. So that's really it. Very bare bones. And you just need a basic uh, web page and then a basic hosting site or or a, a subscription with a hosting site like a blueberry there are others that's not the only one but you just need one so once you have that it's quite easy i also produce uh the graphics uh because i have a graphic that i put on the web page there's a graphic that i use um for instagram for example because i'll post the episodes to instagram and those graphics are are canva graphics which is not which is canvas is great for graphics and slides and things like that super helpful it's not going to be like high 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 professional quality so if you went to an actual professional they'd come up with something way better than i could ever produce in canva that's for sure i know that but again i'm just trying to get something that's better than zero that will just get it done because i just trying to get it done okay in in order to actually uh, record episodes then i use a a mic it's a yeti blue mic there's tons of great mics out there that just happens to be the one that i use and i use a system called audacity uh, for editing but you can also record straight into audacity if you want when i have a a guest uh and i am trying in especially when we're not in the same room and we're trying to Uh, record things together, then I will record through some sort of video conferencing system. It could be Zoom. Very frequently it's Teams, although Teams is not the highest, highest, highest quality. Uh, But it's something. I'm just trying to get some way to tie all the audio together in one place where I can capture it. If I do Teams or Zoom, for example, it produces a video file, which gets to to my little video issue. But I, I don't use the video file. I convert it into into uh audio and then i use that audio file and i edit it in audacity you can just load it into audacity and then audacity has a bunch of editing features which are which are pretty easy to use and believe me if somebody like me can figure out how to use it it's it's easy to use so once i have the audio file then that's the thing that i can then upload into blueberry and then that's where i can get my link and i can post it on my post on my wordpress website that really is it, and I, I decided early on that I wanted the format of the episodes to be a particular way. So there's kind of intro music with an intro, intro bit, then the episode, then an outro with a little outro bit. You don't have to do any of that. You can do it any way you want. There's no right or wrong way to do it, in my opinion. You just choose the way that you like, if it sounds nice to your ear or palatable to your ear, as it were. That's sufficient. Just do that. And you can always change it. And I've changed the way that I've done it. I've changed the music. I've changed the intros. I've changed the formatting uh, of the episodes through time. Sometimes, like this episode, it's just me talking. uh, And sometimes I have a guest. And lots of times I do have a guest. And then as far as the guests and the types of topics that we pick, oftentimes we'll just pick a topic that one or both of us are interested in. And it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to fit into some sort of matrix uh, of topics. It is easy if, if you're trying to really reach for things to talk about to come up with a matrix so you could create, say, a matrix with a variety of different broad topics that you think you could cover that would be uh, something you're interested in or something you think the audience would be interested in. And then come up with subtopics under that, and then work off the the matrix, and then you know do one one broad topic one week, the next one the next, and the, next, one, the, next one, the next one the next, until you work through the whole matrix and back again. Uh, of course, that's a decent way to do it, and you can plan out topics that way. Um, as far as getting guests, sometimes I'm contacted by people or their podcasting agents to be guests on the show, and sometimes, and really quite frequently, I just reach out to people. Um, and I don't always know them up front. Sometimes I do, but not always. Uh, and I'll just ask them, hey, you want to be on the podcast? We could talk about it. Sometimes I'll have an idea of what I want to talk about, and that's why I'm reaching out to that person. But sometimes I don't, and I just invite them to come do it. It doesn't take all that long to do the, the actual recording, and it's pretty simple, and it's a pretty pretty light ask. Uh, it doesn't take a ton of time out of somebody's day. I can tell you the amount of time that I spend preparing for each episode Uh, is shockingly little um, because I'm trying to pick either topics that I know a lot about or I'm trying to bring on guests who know a lot about the topic. And so in that case, all I have to do is tee them up with questions and then they talk. I really don't have to do anything. uh, And that's quite easy for me. And I just listen to what they have to say, ask a follow-up question. Sometimes I have questions that uh, I have in mind that I want to cover. And sometimes I have zero And I just listen to the conversation and let it flow normally. Uh, The idea, at least in my mind, when I'm trying to do it, is to make it sound like a conversation you would have, say, over lunch or coffee with somebody else in the industry. You know, you're just chit-chatting about what's going on in the industry. And both of you, of course, know something about sometimes a lot of of some things about some topic in the industry. And you just start chit-chatting about it. And you... I have those conversations constantly. I learned a ton from them. And so I just sort of incorporate that as the format of the conversation for podcast episodes, except for one like this one where it's just me talking to myself, obviously. So that is, uh, that's the nuts and bolts of it. It's not a huge production. It doesn't have to be a huge production. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, uh, if anybody is thinking about doing it, I do encourage it. I think they're great. Um, I think you get, something of value both for yourself and to provide to other people. It it helps you make connections Um, on a professional level. It keeps you sharp on topics because you're constantly learning about topics or you're constantly thinking about topics to talk about uh, on the podcast or you might be reading articles to try to think about. uh, And and then from that, be thinking about topics you could talk about on, on the podcast. So it keeps you fresh that way. It gives you content to share with people uh in whatever format that you do that, you know, so if you have a, a newsletter, you can add it to your newsletter. If you're on social media, you can push it out through social media, which is primarily how I do it. And it just gives you another touch point and another way to, to stay connected with people. The reality is that if nobody ever called me uh, because of the podcast, I would still do the podcast because it's not that is not the primary goal. Again, my primary goal is to create Uh, helpful kind of educational content that is free that will will help people to understand the topics and understand the profession better in some way you know kind of get back to the profession so but you just have to pick whatever the outcome is that you're looking for and then you can match up your your style and your format and your distribution to to be consistent with whatever that outcome is that you're seeking. And there's so much variety and there's so much possibility to using a podcast and using it in a lot of different ways that can match up with many different uh, goals and ambitions, business or otherwise. So, all right, I will leave it there. Uh, Hopefully that's helpful and answers most of the normal questions that I get about, uh, doing the podcast. If you think I've forgotten something, just ping me on social media, uh, or in the comments of the show and, and maybe we can have a little conversation and maybe there'll be future episodes. Thanks again. Hey listeners. Thanks again for joining me on the podcast. It's fun to do it for you. If you're enjoying it, please subscribe at Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to my blog at wealthandlaw.com and follow me on social media at wealthandlaw. I'll see you there.